We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Left. Who would you like to start with? Because we're talking right now development, off-season plans for the quarterbacks. Notre Dame put out the video. They show both of the starting quarterbacks hitting it hard in the weight room. Yesterday's show, we talked about Tyler Buckner maybe even changing his body type, and not being so tight, and it might help him stay healthier. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great content. Leave five stars. We would greatly appreciate it. Leave your comments because, you know, we respond to all comments. It's because of ULL Nation that we continue to have the success and growth that we do. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let me your breakdown for Sam Hartman. 
What are you focusing on? You are the guy developing this guy to get him ready for the 2023 season. Sam Hartman. Definitely pick out his his, his guys that he feels he, he might be a, a, a go-to with, maybe a Caleb Smith, get with a Jaden Thomas, get with a younger guy. I wouldn't focus too much on the younger, younger class just because I'm a one and done. I'm trying to get in and get with the guys and get out. So developing some sort of rapport with uh, the guys you'll be around, try to start scheduling some times to, to get some throwing sessions in. Uh, and then really just be trying to get in the head of Tommy Reese, knocking on the door, talking about what kind of plays they they looking for, what, how can we can integrate what I do best, what you like me, what you brought me here to do, and and finding his identity on and 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 role on the team. I think for one year, it's a little different than just being a regular transfer or being a early enrollee or even being a freshman where you're fitting more of a role for a team as a contractor, not as a uh, equity partner. So you really want to be able to see how you can fit in, get in where you fit in and stay that course and not concern yourself too much with the uh, politics of the team necessarily of what goes on in and out. You got to be more, all right, we see Sam at practice and then we don't see Sam till next practice. <laughs> I think that's just requiring that you keep the team chemistry right, but also, you know, he's coming in to get a job done as well and staying focused. And I think he's best seen when he's got his helmet on. And I think that helps the team get better. And, and I think people will respond good to it. Lucky Lucky Podcast, Coach Leak is giving his breakdown of how he would approach the offseason for each quarterback on the Notre Dame roster. Next up, we go to the incumbent, Tyler Buckner. It's a tough decision to be in because, you know, they're bringing this guy in to start and to play, I think, absorbing as much as you can uh, from Sam when you can, just talking to him about different things on a leadership level, uh, you know, making sure the room, you know, that's still your chair in there. You need to command the quarterback room in the way that you do build rapport with the team because technically you missed the whole season being injured. So you wasn't quite involved as much as you were. So being competitive in team drills and in team situations, uh, you really want to build a strong chemistry with your guys because you don't know when your number is going to get called necessarily, but you want to be able to have guys that you can lean on and that can trust you when you do uh, get opportunity to be in there. But also working on your technique, I think being healthy, being able to be on your two feet more so to be able to physically be on the field, continue to work your technique on the small things. If I was him, I would just be like, I'm going to be really, 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 really good at the go route and really, really, really good at the post route. That's it. If he don't do nothing else better, at least they're going to go into that media day saying, I mean, the one thing that's different about Tyler, that go route is automatic. Because I think he's going to have to be a role where it's like, all right, give Sam a relief or we need some dynamic playability, go in there and make something shake, and your go route is your go-to route. That needs to be money every time it put you put it in the air because you need to find something that identifies you differently from Sam Hartman, but also it mm -hmm. allows you to be really great at something. Right. I think That's when you're – 
when you polish in your game and you get more mature, but you you you're not having the same experience, get good at something. Specifically, get good at something. Not just get good at being out there because we seeing you you can be good, but you going into the room just shooting up the club. Go in there and be like, okay, I'm tactical. But you get it done. You know, I think the team will respect that and have much more of your back in situations like that because it's like, oh, Tyler's getting in. Let me get my go route ready. Let me get my post ready. Because he's not getting in all the time, so he doesn't have the pressure of having to be accurate on the intermediate and the short and the bubbles and the RPOs and the play actions. We know that, okay, he's going to run it. And damn it, when a go ball is called, his accuracy and his timing has been so impeccable because that's what he's only been working on. Mm-hmm. It's a value to the team because that's what the teams needed. We got to we gotta charge <clears throat> Drew Pine and Sam Hartman. So I don't need you throwing the slants as good as Sam Hartman. Because mm. we brought him in because you can't throw great slants. <laughs> you can't throw great mesh routes. Or digs. We didn't bring Sam Harvin in because he can throw it deeper than you. So when your name is called to throw it deep, that go route, I don't want to see it thrown out of bounds. But we call it for Tobias and you in there and they heavy run because they know you run the football. That's one-on-one with Tobias and needs to be completed. We're going in before half and, and we calling something for Lindsey to sneak past somebody. Styles to sneak past somebody, you got to hit it. Man. That's it. Man, you all just the stuff, uh, all the other stuff is gonna come when you're a full-time starter. But right now, be good at a role. Man, that, that would be his best thing. Oh, that play from from the Marshall game is still that's still a nightmare. Cause that could have made the game different. Right there. Mm, lucky Lefty Podcast. Dare I say we go to Steve Angeli. He's your transfer. That's Don't the conversation. Don't that's even waste your time. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Left. Come you, on, you got, man. You probably got your degree, you know, coming up. Stick around. Get that. It's only a second year, Left. It's only a second year. I don't like the way they playing it. the game in the quarterback room. Is Angelic going to play this year? Absolutely not. I mean, provided everybody stay healthy, you know. Yeah. But if I'm in jelly, I'm like, man, you brought this man in. That must mean I'm not ready. Because if Angeli is Kenny Minchie, he was supposed to be ready to play last year. He was just happy to be taking second team reps. Well, man, we didn't get to see it. Maybe he was ready to start a quarter, a college game by November. Man, them people would know. They would? And we had Drew Pine. You telling me? So you felt like he should have been able to usurp Drew Pine at some point, even though Drew Pine was the starter. Drew Pine talent level wasn't that great. If we had a talented quarterback in that room, knowing that this is a transition year for real, mm. You putting him out there because mm. you like, this is the future, so we need to just develop him right now. That's why I said Tyler should have started Jack Combs' year. Now look at Tyler. 
not ready. They had to bring in another guy. But if he played and Jack Cohn was coming in and out or didn't come at all, they wouldn't need Sam Hartman. Hmm. So that's just telling me they really don't think Angeli's ready. Because if not now, then when is he ever going to get more reps? By year three or four? I'm like, that's why I might transfer. If you're waiting on this kid in three or four, I don't know how you wait on him because you got CJ Carr coming. Kenny Minchie going to be ready by next year in November, provided you do it right. So when is Angeli just, Angie, you, you ready to throw Angeli in there year three or four? You're not, you're not doing the order right. You're supposed to have, if you want to win championships, a guy in their year one and a half. Stetson Bennett got three years in. No, it's not no secret. It's not no one way of doing it, obviously. But you got to get some order to your quarterback room, and it's not, answer is not getting a transfer every year. So you got transfer now back-to-back years, and the quarterback room ain't changed that much. Quarterback room been the same these whole this whole time. So either you don't believe in the room, then what you recruiting? Now we obviously have gotten better, but now it's like okay, you still got to let the residue. What you doing with Angeli? Because you use a long list of Angeli types <laughs> for whatever reason. It's a long, it's a long <laughs> Angeli types where you got Buckner in there. So what do we? What was your plan, I guess? Because it don't seem like you had a plan for Angeli when you get back-to-back transfers. When, when If you're doing it by how it's been done lately, you got a guy that's ready year one and a half. Yeah. So something's missing because Tyler, you – I don't know what you're doing with Tyler either. Yeah. And Tyler's the better prospect, quote-unquote. So you even holding a better guy back. So I don't know really – if I'm in jelly, I'm like, man, you you doing this to Tyler. What you doing to me? I don't think he's thinking Tyler's better, not saying that, you know, but I'm just saying, like, okay, what's the plan? I'm trying to figure out the plan. If not, I'm leaving. Because you could play somewhere right now. Yeah. Yeah. You came from Notre Dame. You already got the stamp. So you could yeah. play somewhere right now. If it's about playing. Now, if you just – you know, you love Notre Dame since you was two years old and got that whole thing. Then ride it out. But you're not going to be playing. Yeah. And I really don't want you to play because I don't want you going in there naked, no game experience against no Clemson or Ohio State or when it matters or, you know. Yeah. All right. This is the one I'm sure everyone is waiting on. And I'm sure you would be happy to go ahead and get this clay. And start molding it. Can, can he mention? Man, listen, it depends on how they gonna do him. If I'm doing it right, can he mention my three? And I got him staying close. I got him taking some scout team, but on team, I got him staying close. I got him taking a rep, maybe, you know, end of practice, maybe once or twice, because I really want to get the train rolling. But I want him to take reps in the one-on-one and the seven-on-seven. I need him to be 
as close as professional as he can be, absorbing and really getting his body right. You know, I'm warning about getting that weight room, get that baby fat off, because he got some baby fat on him. Start working that baby fat off. Be the most in shape. I remember the, um, Matt LaFord told me, be the most in shape guy on the team. Mm. You the most in shape guy on the team. That's step one to being the best quarterback in the country. So that's all independent on you. And then obviously, you know, learn the playbook and stuff, but, you know, being able to be adaptable, learning stuff on the fly. You ain't going to get a lot of, Indirect, I mean, a lot of direct reps, indirectly get some reps, steal some reps. They talking too much of something going there, you know, be annoying because the room is too corporate office now. It's too, it's too, you know, go with the flow. Big, uh, uh, homie club, the clubhouse, shake it up. They recruited you so they like you. So you ain't got to worry about them not liking you. They like you. Get on their nerves a little bit, you know. Show that you really want to make this room better Yeah. as the little brother of the room. Like, yeah, I know I ain't playing, but you, you lucky, you know. <laughs> mm. And when I get in, let me let me flash. Try something deep. Just say I'm, I'm here, <clears throat> you know. I know you're going to take the – they tell you to take the little swing route, but, but throw the slant one time. Throw the goal route. You're in college football. <clears throat> Don't be afraid of the moment. So, uh, so I would tell Kenny Benji. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. All of the great content. Go over there right now. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. We'll get to the super chats and questions in a moment. Before we do that, Left had the opportunity to travel downtown last night south loop right on the uh, outskirts and enjoy another high school basketball game at st ignatius college prep and after the game it took about 10 minutes or i was given 10 minutes um five-star defensive tackle justin scott he was gracious with his time and you know i i appreciate him um the first thing was Ohio State and Ryan Day were in the house. That that was the first thing. So I know everybody is asking, like, yo, what's going on? Yeah, it's Ohio State me. basketball ain't no good either way. So <laughs> I mean, Illinois kind of spanked Ohio State basketball last night. So he like, I don't even to watch his college team. I'd rather watch a recruit play some basketball than watch Ohio State basketball. Shout out to my line. But no, he was in the building with some other coaches and Visited St. Ignatius yesterday, and I'll start off by saying this. I think everybody in the college recruiting world knew what the deal was when it came to Justin Scott and his recruitment. Something that I've been saying for over a year. We've said, um, I think you've seen it on Irish Breakdown, on the message boards as well. To To call him a Notre Dame lean would be an understatement. Mm. And Ryan Day came this week. I know the defensive line coach was in last week around the same time that Tommy, like days before Tommy went to his basketball game. 
And it's basically become everybody team up on Notre Dame in the recruitment. Right? Because there's no, you're not going to change the fact that Notre Dame sits at the top right now. So what do you do? Forget talking about that. Let's all team up and just stall the announcement. That's it. That's the pitch. Whether it's Ohio State, Georgia, anybody else, they're all teaming together to stall the announcement. So that was pretty much what the young man said. You know, now, if you remember, first time I spoke to him when I went to his game a couple of weeks ago, he told me and I reported that he was basically going to focus on basketball and then take his time and take visits after the basketball season, which was late February, March, depending upon how far they go in the state basketball tournament, which they can make a run. I I don't think they're good enough to get down to uh, the state championship, but Sweet 16, something like that, I can see it. And that takes them into like late February, more than likely. So March and April, pretty much going to be the target because he said he was ready to make a decision. He didn't want to drag it out. And I still think that's how he's feeling. He doesn't want to drag it out, but he does want the opportunity to go see some schools that he hasn't seen. Um, It wouldn't shock me if he went to see Georgia. It wouldn't shock me if he went to take an official visit to Ohio State, another official visit to Michigan, another official visit to Notre Dame. He did tell me that he's locked in still to this point. As of last night when I spoke to him, he was locked in to visit Notre Dame this weekend, this Sunday. It's snowing right now. The weather's supposed to be crazy for the next couple of days. I told Notre Dame fans on Monday, pray that the weather clears up so nothing can stop or change the plans. Look, nothing's changed. He was honest, very transparent. Like, yo, nothing's changed. Notre Dame is still Notre Dame for me. No one gets him to react emotionally or has that attachment for him more than Notre Dame. Mm. Notre Dame saw what he said and they told him flat out, yeah, do what you have to do. The Suge Knight response. Yeah, go ahead. We support you. Do what you have to do. Yeah, you go. And this goes back to, you know, what I said last week. If no one else wants who you with, then it's a problem. The fact that everybody's clamoring and negative recruiting the way they are and as hard as they are, he must be one. He must be one. And at the end of the day, Notre Dame sits in his heart. Marcus Freeman on his mind. And he flat out told me last night, yeah, yeah. Before I 
talked to my mom and my family and, and said, yo, maybe I need to go back to my original because his original plan was to take visits. Notre Dame comes and visits him. Marcus Freeman talks to him. With the black suit on. And all of a sudden. Kidding with that. You won't remember anything after this. Psst. All of a sudden, he's announcing. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's announcing on January 31st. So it was that light, like you're not yeah. going to any school after this. Yeah. It was black, Marcus, you know, he said, Oh, I'm Notre Dame ready. <laughs> basically, black. Basically, facts. And he didn't let these facts. other coaches uh, knock him out of it. Facts. Now facts. he's like, Let me think again. You know facts. where he wanted to go. Mark facts. 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 So that's why, look, other people, anyone else, everybody has their opinion. Right? I was talking to the young man. I've talked to him. I've spoken to him before. I get the same vibe I got weeks ago. You got the same vibe. If you thought, unfortunately, well, everybody was excited about this announcement. I was the only one sitting here like, that's, but that's not what he said he wanted to do. And I knew. It was an emotional reaction to Notre Dame. I I knew that. I knew it was an emotional reaction to Notre Dame. So to be honest, as we sit here today, I would be more concerned if he had gone through with the emotional reaction with other schools still coming after him, trying to get him to take visits. And then all of a sudden he starts taking visits. And now we're going back to the Keon Keeley, Peyton Bowen thing all over again. I'm cool with it going down like this. Dot all your I's and cross all your T's. Make sure that this is what you want to do. And that's one of the things he told me. He said, dude, I don't want to decommit. So I'm not trying to do the decommitment thing. And I encouraged him. I told him, I said, hey, bro, you only get to do this once. This probably, you only get to do this process. Man, you only get to do this process one time. Well, nowadays you do it a couple. (laughs) Well, you know. But he doesn't want that. He doesn't want to look like uh, I got Peyton Bowen. No, he's very well aware. Hold on. He's very well aware what happened in the 23 class. Mm. Very well aware of Peyton Bowen. He knows he's not trying to play Notre Dame like that. So basically, look, (laughs) college football knew what the decision was. Everybody. Hey, Steve Wilfong. Crystal balled him to Notre Dame yesterday. Just yesterday, Crystal balled him. That guy Ryan Dave's like, man, you know what? Let me jump on this PJ right quick. Mm. Like, look here, man. <laughs> just slow up. Please, just slow it up. We're not telling you not to like them, not to be in love with them. What we're saying is, man, just... Just give us a chance. Just give us a chance. Because we done got John Baptiste on him. 
We about to get Justin Scott on them. They like, hold on now. Like, dude. Y'all gotta relax over there in so, South Bay. I still no. feel the exact same. He's not he's not leaving the Midwest, in my opinion. He's not leaving the Midwest. It's Notre Dame, Michigan, and Ohio State at the top. That's it. Go fight. This is not the time for Notre Dame. I think Tommy Reese is supposed to be, I think the coaching staff is supposed to be at his game Friday night. He's visiting Notre Dame Sunday, still locked in, but the coaching staff is going to be at his game on Friday night. Yeah. So, look, this ain't, this ain't time to go sulk in the corner. It shouldn't be like this, but it is. Go fight. Go get him. Go get him. Let him know. Yeah, this is the right spot. That's right. This is the right spot. This is the right place. That's the right place. Period. So, Lucky Lemon, this is a young man that has had his eye on Notre Dame and knows what's going on. And he said, yo, I just don't. Man. But this is the thing. That was the original plan that he told me, left. That was the original plan. I want to take my visits after basketball season and then make my decision. That was his plan. That's right. I don't I don't see anything different. Don't see anything different. Lucky Lefty Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Let's get to these comments and questions, bro. Truman Dumel. I got how deep is our quarterback room with Minchie Buckner, Carr, and maybe Antoine Hill Jr., the kid from the 25 class that we broke down this film the other day, left. Hopefully we can become a quarterback factory. Go ahead, left. Yeah, I think uh... – we can become a quarterback factory provided we 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 follow the order of how it should go and and we're preparing guys the right way i think uh we're making a better effort of getting more talent in the room and i think our scheme is great what we're doing we we putting some pieces together it was activate our receivers more this year but i think that comes with trust from these guys sam harbin has a lot of talent he's proven other places, but that is Notre Dame 
Mm-hmm. And Tyler Buckner with the talent he has. I think having Kenny Minchie come in as a fresh guy under Marcus Freeman, someone that has a lot of talent that the coaching staff is behind, full support, mm-hmm. uh, that's their guy, is going to turn out for a better result. It should turn out for a better result than any transfer unless he's like the number one pick. But other than that, I think it's going to be good for us to have Tommy have a a line of talent instead of a line of game managers. Yeah. Our guy, he had Truman had another. What about Steven Jelly? Hope we don't forget him. No, we're talking about him. Transfer. Yeah. (laughs) You heard what left (laughs) said. Rob Tidoff, thank you, Rob. Rob, make sure you post your podcast in the chat for people as well, man, so everybody can tap in with you. Rob Tidoff says, Sean and Malik, you think there's a chance we can get Jay Wright to come out of retirement to coach Irish Hoops? I say at least make the call to see what he says. If Jay Wright is coming to Notre Dame, that means Notre Dame is about to be a Nike school. Mm. These coaches are tied to the brands, bro. Jay Wright is a Nike coach. He's a Nike coach. Now, you know, that is something that we said yesterday talking about the the apparel deal coming to an end. That could be in consideration for Notre Dame. Like, how can we make this men's hoop program better where the shoes and the apparel means a lot more than it does on the football side, right? And as much as people might not like the brand and what's connected to it and how, you know, children, you know, work laws and all of that stuff. For the sake sake of the question, if they go get Jay Wright, Notre Dame is switching to Nike. That's the only way they get him. The only way. But I agree. I would make the call without question. Without question, I would make the call. Uh, as a loyal supporter of the best ND podcast on earth, we appreciate you, Jason. Well, LL Nation, wish my son Amani a happy birthday. Happy Yo, birthday. Happy birthday, Amani. Amani. Happy birthday to you, young king. Happy Eternal birthday, blessings bro. and favor to you. Absolutely. LL. Jason Hewlett says, so why is Ron Pollins even in the quarterback room? That degree, what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> that degree, future coach. I never get upset over a coach's kid getting on the team. No. Because I would do the same thing. Do the same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> I like, I'm like, man, you know, good for you, man. You know, ne- nepotism at its finest. I'm all at good. Finest. With it. I agree with it. Jason Hewlett, once again, did y'all watch Ramon Henderson on the No Fly Zone pod? He said he and B Mo run four threes. Well, I didn't see it, so it don't matter now. Yeah, I saw it and I started. And after the first five minutes, I was like, I'm not watching this. Oh, this watching this. I'm not watching this. No, it was it wasn't because of Ramon. He was obviously at home over the break. And it was a Texas Tech podcast, because they had a Texas Tech helmet on the table. So, you know, they started off talking about what, man, you're recruiting. Was it snowing on your, man, what's a, 
what's a day like in Notre Dame in January? Da, da, da. I'm like, dude, Great. what? That's the same as it is in Michigan and Columbus, Ohio. It's cold and it's snowy. Like, stop. Stop. It's better than Texas Tech. I can tell you that. Mm. It's better than being at Texas Tech. Mm. You know, I couldn't. I was like, man, these hosts are making me fall asleep. I can't do it. <laughs> Don't make me fall asleep. They're making me fall asleep. I can't do it. Jason Hewlett, better play caller, BK or Tommy? I think Tommy's more updated. <laughs> there you go. Jason Hewlett, once again, he says he wants Kung Fu Kenny to start 2024. Make it happy, Kenny. He should at least be competing, right? At least. Yeah. He should at least be competing, man. You guys were fabulous in the chat. Always keeping it hot. Great conversation. All we ask is that you continue to respect each other. And you can say whatever you want to say, man. You guys make us laugh during the show. I don't know if you if you know that. Because <laughs> we see some of the stuff that you guys say. And we're like, man, these, these guys are wow. Left, great show. Man, great content today. We thank you for Manny Navarro for joining us, talking about the importance of five stars. We had that conversation. We're going to have to push back our trailer talk. And... Um, yeah, we'll push that back to tomorrow, and then we'll give you an updated list on the players only podcast. It'll be coming up. Malik will be hosting. You know what time it is. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's Petty Historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Story of the Day, brought to you by Nora Whiskey at norawhiskey.com. The premium American whiskey at norwhiskey.com. Hey, I just got up on this today because I saw Stephen A. interviewed on The Breakfast Club, and they asked him about his comments that he made on the Sherry Shepard show about uh, Rihanna performing at the uh, halftime show. Yeah. And, you know, people, nah, it's a double petty for me because I guess he took backlash for it because his thing was like, man, yeah, Rihanna's cool, but man, she ain't Beyonce. You know. You know. And <laughs> look, I think it's petty of him to even mention Beyonce. You know, he could have just said, look, I think Rihanna's, man, she's fabulous. I think she's going to put on a great show. You know, he chose to put his personal feelings into it, but it is what it is. But people. I want to jump out, you know, you're pitting two black women against each other. It's like, come on, relax. Come on. Just, just, come on, stop. The man gave his opinion. Everybody has the ability to give that opinion, man. If he thinks she's a better artist than Rihanna, 
And that's fine. I mean, she is. What? You're hating. Stop pitting those two women against each other, Malik. You can't do that. That's not right. Come on, man. That's 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 where we're at. Got more money. Man. Beyonce got more awards. Man. She's She's done the Super Bowl. She sang the national anthem. Yeah, what I mean, what are we the commissioner's press conference to prove that she doesn't lip sync? I mean, look, what she got paid 24 million for a private show. Come on, man. That was shady of that community trying to come at her too for going to get the bag over in Dubai. It's like, come on, man. I'll go do it. They be like, hey, Sean Lee, we'll give you 24 million to do this show, the Lucky Lefty podcast in Dubai for 24 million. You coming? Like, come on, man. It's like you can tell them uh, our black community wouldn't appreciate that, Sean. I'm like, I'm, I'll see you in Dubai. It wasn't the black community that came at her. You know, it was the other community that came at her. And, you know. I go. One show? 24 million? What's that an hour? Like, Fam. something that's like something crazy an hour. <laughs> you can imagine the other perks that came with it. Yeah, you got the flight over there. They got your best hotel. All the she food probably, in the hotel is free. She probably took the PJ right back home afterwards. Yeah. Luxury PJ. That's Man, traveling in style. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. Thank you guys for making this show another great show. Hump day, man. Middle of the week. Springboard to greatness for the rest of the week for everybody. We speak that over you guys. Once again, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. Follow us at YouTube, Lucky Lefty Podcast. Smash that like button for us. Leave your comments and questions. We will respond because we appreciate you guys helping us to our climb to 5,000. We're going to get there because of you. I remember when we said this is the climb to 1,000. That's right. Then I remember 2,000, not three. Now we three and a half. I know. It's absolutely fantastic, man. We love you guys just as much as you love us. So for left, I'm Sean Davis. We bid you adieu until tomorrow when we'll have another great show. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Have a great Wednesday, but most of all, you got to make sure that you spin it different. 